Investing in your business can be a wonderful way to grow wealth and live the life you want. That's what I'm doing. But investing in someone else's business can be even better. In my opinion, this is the best way to generate true passive income streams. Through ETFs or exchange-traded funds, you can buy a basket of shares in different companies in one trade. BetaShares offers Australia's broadest range of ETFs, including the Global Cashflow Kings ETF, ticker symbol CFLO, which lets you invest in 200 companies with high levels of free cash flow, such as Visa and Costco, in one ETF. You can learn more about CFLO and the BetaShares fund range by visiting betashares.com.au. Read the PDS and TMD on the website and consider if the fund is right for you. BetaShares Capital Limited is the issuer. Welcome to RASC's Australian Business Podcast, a series for entrepreneurs who dare to leave the world in a better place and get paid while we do it. This podcast will make you a better business owner, investor, founder, or entrepreneur. If you want to start a business or already have one, please subscribe to the series or share it with your friends, business partner, or colleagues. And don't forget to consider taking our free business course, which includes heaps of templates for creating business plans, HR documents, employee files, all of my software recommendations, and more. The course is completely free and available via the link in your podcast player. Okay, let's get into the episode. Welcome to this episode on the Australian Business Podcast, talking about raising funds to start or to grow your business. This is a primer on what you need to do to get money into your business. If you haven't already listened to episodes one through to five, please go back and do that now. And please consider getting involved in the free online course, the Rask Business Course, where you can download all of my templates. It may come as a surprise, but there are many ways to grow or start a business. You might not have to use your own money, in fact, but just be prepared that every dollar that comes into your business comes with strings attached to it. The first way to fund your business is just to use your savings. By far, this is the most obvious and easy thing to do, And using your own cash and funding your own business can work for the first year or two. Depending on your initial upfront costs, your amount will vary. Ideally, you would have at least enough for one year of your living expenses, your personal living expenses, all of your startup costs, so your initial equipment, design and website, etc. And probably six months or more of the business's ongoing costs. Of course, an easier way to do all of this is to slowly transition from a full-time job when you build up and you scale your side hustle or your side business and then step off into a business that's already covering its own costs. This isn't always possible, however, because there are things like non-competes and so on and so forth. So some cash set aside is a great idea. I think The barefoot investor called this the trapeze. You don't let go of one swing until you've got a hand on the other. Warren Buffett would say, don't test the water with both feet. So slowly transitioning across across makes sense. Another way you can fund your business is via the use of debt. You can get a loan or a, quote, facility to fund a business, even a new one. The banks love lending money to businesses because they can charge a lot more for the luxury of funding your business. For example, and this is an example only, a loan from NAB might charge you 6, 10 or 15% in interest plus fees. Compare that to a mortgage, which might be 5%. You'll need your business plan 
details on your personal financial situation, the business's financial accounts, and anything that can help you prove to the bank that your business will work, such as the market research you've been doing, competitor examples, and your experience. I highly recommend avoiding debt, especially when your company is new. If your debt is secured against you or your home, the bank can come for you or your home if your business fails. That would be a complete failure. Outside of industries involving massive upfront costs, the only reason you should need debt is if your business is yet to make a profit. And if it's not yet making a profit, ask yourself, is it a good idea to take out a loan for it? A loan from family or friends can sometimes be a better option than the banks, but it's vital that you are clear in the risks and that you are upfront on the risks they are taking and everything is in writing. Seriously, I've only ever seen this go well in one business. Every other time, it has ended poorly. Another way you can fund your business is by selling equity. And I would say to avoid this until you have to. This is the way most startups begin. This is where wages are high and the payoffs can be massive for owners of successful tech companies. So when wages are high and you can't afford to, for example, have an engineer or a really expensive person in your business, you can offer them equity in your business. Equity is the financial reason we all start businesses. We get to own something that creates value for us. To sell equity in your business, you typically need to have a company structure so that you can issue shares to the investors or to your staff. The way it works is like this. Imagine you're setting up a new company called Rask Bananas Proprietary Limited, and you need $100,000 to buy a new banana machine. You decide to use equity. Your company currently has 100,000 shares outstanding and those shares are registered in the ASIC portal. So you can log in and you can see the shares are there. Your accountant says to you, let's issue or create 100,000 shares and sell them to an investor for $1 each. After you have sold the shares in your company, you will have $100,000 of cash and the new investor will own half of your company. That is those 100,000 new shares that you have divided by the 200,000 in total. Later in the future, that investor who bought those 100,000 shares could sell those for $1.50 each. So she would make $150,000 less the $100,000 that she invested initially and she'd make a $50,000 profit. In that case, the money that she makes as a profit would not go to you. It would go to her as an investor. So companies allow you to create shares that you can issue. But are there downsides in using equity? Many founders that I speak to, including yours truly, when I speak to myself, regret selling or issuing too many shares early in their company's journey. If you listen to the How I Built This podcast, you will have heard that many times. However, if your company was to fail, your financial risk gets shared amongst the other investors. So if we go back to the example of selling $100,000 worth of shares to the investor, in that case, if the business had failed, you were using her money, she bought those shares that you issued, so you got that $100,000 into the company, and then it failed. Her shares would be worth nothing. 
In that case, you haven't risked your own money. Finally, the rules around issuing shares and shareholders are found in your company's shareholder agreement. Typically, there will be rules in that shareholders agreement that are important to follow. For example, there might be a rule providing that any new shareholders must receive a copy of the shareholders agreement at the time they become a shareholder. There may also be rules like the shareholder selling their shares must offer those shares to the existing shareholders before they find a new buyer. That's something that I did in my business. You can offer early employees in your business the opportunity to earn equity instead of paying them all in cash. For example, instead of paying a talented software programmer $1,000 per day, you might offer to pay him $500 per day and offer him $500 in what we call sweat equity. So you could say, we'll pay you half in cash, half in equity. And then if the business is a success, you own this many shares. Again, just be really careful with how much you give away. I would say, please don't sell any equity in your business until you have fully considered the pros and cons. You'll likely need a company structure to do this as it makes life easier. So then you can issue shares. Legal Vision, which is a website, has a free template for a shareholder agreement. That's the template that I use and that I customized it for myself. There are a couple more ways to finance your business, which I'll go through quickly. Family, friends, faithful, and the fools. Family, friends, and the faithful slash fools are often the people who you can tap on the shoulder and they'll invest even if they do not think your business is going to be a success. They might only invest 500 bucks, $5,000 or $50,000, but they typically ask fewer questions than the banks or big investors. Again, just be clear about the expectations and the rights of those family members. So if it is a cash investment for equity, i.e. they're buying part of your business, then you don't need to repay that money because they're getting equity, they're getting shares. But if they give you a loan, you should have this in writing because it should say the amount of interest that you will repay and how long you will take to repay them. This is, again, really important. All that said, using family and friends is a great way to allow them to take part in the business and for you to work and to really put yourself into overdrive to make the business a success. Finally, we have short-term financing options and credit cards. If you thought credit cards for personal reasons were unchained, wait until you see what's on offer for businesses. You can fund, finance, or hire literally anything in business, from coffee machines, cutlery, electrical supplies, and everything in between. You can finance anything. There are so many quote-unquote great deals on offer for those weird and wonderful items. But my advice is this, nothing beats paying for your expenses in cold, hard cash. So just go into these opportunities for credit with your eyes wide open. There's a reason Warren Buffett, the world's greatest investor, always prefers companies with more cash in the bank than debt and loans. That said, a low-cost credit card or bank overdraft facility, which I'll talk to in a little while, can save you money and help you smooth your monthly cash flows, particularly if you work on big projects. Like let's say you're a, a builder 
or you're an electrician and you have many people working for you. An overdraft facility can actually help you make your wages and make you pay that those bills on time. Do you need to use a loan or a credit card to help your business? I would love to know what you think. If you want to write in to me, you can find the uh, contact us page on the RAS website. If you financed your business using a credit card or a loan and how you did it, I would love to know what you did and how you did it because this is a part of financing a business that I tend to avoid, but I'm always open to new ideas. So if you do have experience with this, please let me know. That's all for this episode of the Australian Business Podcast. In the next episode, we're going to tackle a little bit more of a meaty topic. We're going to talk about business structures. I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Australian Business Podcast. I think this series is best served with my free business course on RASC education. My free course includes all of my notes, templates, employment guides, legal documents, marketing strategies, software recommendation, and ideas for starting and running a small business. If you're a small business owner or an expert like an accountant, lawyer, investor, or entrepreneur, I want to hear from you. I'm not 100% sure what we're going to do with this podcast series, so I'm looking for sponsors as well as potential co-hosts, and of course, I'm eager to invest in businesses run by talented people. If you're looking for a supporter or advisor, a silent partner, or even an investor to support your growth, I can help. Please contact me via the RASC website. Finally, if this podcast or the course helps you, I only ask that you please help me by sharing it with one friend, colleague, or family member who runs a business. Thanks for listening.